0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, Dunedin Public Library's entire read collection of medieval and renaissance manuscripts has been carefully digitised page by page. An incredible 4,904 pages are now available for you to view at Scattered Seeds, the uh, organisation's online digital archive. Read Rare Books and Special Collections librarian Gillian Smith joins us on the line now to shed a little bit more light on this. Morena, Julian, good to, to talk with you. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good morning, Geoff.
0: A major task, Julian. Why did it need to be done?
1: Oh, yes, yes, interesting question. Well, um, there's been a lot of uh, interest from the, um, the public conveyed to me over, over many years, both from general members of the public and people within the library uh, community, uh, Questioning, you know, whether we should digitise the entire Reed manuscript collection. Indeed, many people have always been surprised it wasn't done. It wasn't done, you know, many many years ago. But of course, logistically, it's 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 quite a difficult thing. There's quite a lot of uh, uh, things you have to work through to get that done. But um, it's also, I think, important. Uh, not just because of the intrinsic interest in the manuscripts, but because um Reed was such an iconic figure here in Dunedin and the, the collection is so so associated with him. I think that gives it a, a great deal of added value to have it all online.
0: Those of us uh, of a certain age will re- remember um, Mr. Reid and his uh, wonderful presence, his uh, his contributions, his charitable contributions, his long walks of the of New Zealand um, to raise awareness and funds for various things. Um, he lead, is a leading figure in that regard. Um, but he also had this. Uh, this passion for this collection. What well, can you tell mm. us about, about him and his particular interests?
1: Oh yes, Reed, Reed was a, a quintessential sort of 20th century collector of books and manuscripts. He collected from approximately he himself didn't remember the exact date he started but it's around 1905 and he was a collector right up till his death in 1975. Uh, his great love was, was the Bible, uh, both in manuscript and written form, and um, printed form, rather, uh, particularly the English, the English Bible. So that was a, the really big part of his collection. But he also had many other things, such as autograph letters. He had a Great Dickens collection, a Dr. Johnson collection as well. And he also collected what's known as association books, which are books which are uh, inscribed by famous people or containing their book plate or book label. So, um, yes, yes. So he was a—he wasn't a particularly wealthy as as collectors go. The uh, valuable stuff in his collection tended to come in in the nineteen fifties, between about nineteen fifty and nineteen sixty-five, when his company uh, A H and A W Reed uh, reached its peak. His original gift came slightly earlier. His, his original gift of books came in nineteen forty-eight to the city of Dunedin but that was a relatively small collection compared to what he added later in the 25-odd um, the years uh, thereafter.
0: There are 13 manuscripts in this collection. Yeah. Tell us about the earliest of those.
1: Oh, the earliest of those, the oldest one is a Vulgate Bible. Um, it's a Latin Bible uh, dating from approximately 1275, so it's a late 13th century one. It comes from the Oxford region in England, and it's on extremely fine, fine vellum. What Reed would have described as uterine vellum, um, vellum from presumably a very a young calf. Uh, it's it's an extremely uh, small, small print. Uh, and you'll you'll find that online there. And that, the oldest one is the one known as Read MS1.
0: You um, will have had to take, of course, e- extra care. And, and I guess you take extra mm. care with everything you handle. But the, but this is part of the, the issue with digitizing, um, actually handling the manuscripts in a way that is not going to compromise them in any way.
1: Yes, yes, that's correct and there were very many logistical issues to to work through. I had to meet with they were done externally by micrographics of of Christchurch and I had they were good enough to come down and um personally examine the collection to look at any um any issues. And they, they there was also the transportation uh, issue There's uh, it would have been a, a very nervy thing just to rely on a courier to take them to Christchurch, but uh, my preference was for a micrographics representative to come down here and take them directly to Canterbury w- without any stops, because even a stop for lunch at the, at the Lagonda or whatever constitutes a risk to the uh, to the collection. So I was very keen to, to minimize the risk there. And in terms of handling the... Um, They very much um, had a survey with me over any potential risks that were unique to individual items before they were to begin the the digitization uh, process. It's very keen to understand what you're looking at with each individual individual item. The condition uh, varies somewhat between manuscripts, and this helped to prevent any damage uh, from occurring during the uh, capture process.
0: Of the 13 manuscripts, uh, which is, uh, in dollar terms, the crude dollar Mm -hmm. terms, which is the most valuable?
1: Uh, Definitely Read MS6, which it's not the prettiest one. The prettiest and the most valuable are quite different. Uh, Read MS6 is is the Wycliffeite Gospels, and that's because they... Uh, Wycliffe was a translator, a very early translator of the Bible in about the 1380s in Britain at a time when it was very very illegal, very um, sacrilegious to translate the Bible into English. So it was the first serious attempt to translate the full Bible, the full Vulgate, into English. So we have a Gospels uh, from that time, dating from approximately 1450, uh, showed great foresight in read to to purchase, to purchase that he got that in 1956 from uh, an a bidding at Sotheby's at an auction. He would have had a he didn't go there himself. He wasn't much of a traveller till late life, but he had an agent bid on his behalf, and he just just got it across the line, which is a he's done a great service because the, the value of those has um, greatly risen over time.
0: You mentioned the word "prettiest." Um, um, so, tell us more about the prettiest, and what you mean by that?
1: Oh, some the prettiest. Uh, I think most would agree. Looking at them, would be one like Read MS eight, which is a a book of hours from the um, from about fifteen hundred uh, from France. Uh, these contain uh, many tens of, of little miniature paintings uh, throughout them, which are. Uh, quite pleasing to the eye in themselves and and they're very highly decorated, uh, extensively decorated with with flourishes and little illustrations, little grotesques, animals, birds, funny little human figures, etc. throughout the the margins of the pages. So if if you want a a really nice looking one, read MS 8 would be the one to go with and to a lesser extent read MS 5 and read MS they 're all um, online on recollect there
0: so now, having digitized these four thousand nine hundred and four pages, who do you expect um, this will be of most value and interest to uh,
1: in the, in the initial instance we 've just put it on scattered seeds, and this is, this is perhaps more for local in New Zealand. Interest I had foremost had the local community in mind. there is um widespread interest among just ordinary lay persons and students uh, art students, English students, history students, etc locally uh in due course, I'll look into the idea of um perhaps getting it on to, you know into more the European or North American market or seek out some. Interest there. Um, if, we, if we could get that um, on a more international sort of uh, website, but that's um, that's for the for the future. For now, I'm just pleased to have got it on for for local people. For now,
0: and I'm sure there'll be many who will appreciate it, uh, Julian. What about uh, the next task? Do you have a similarly sized? Um, prospect of uh, of further digitization of work ahead of you, or is that, um, is that a sort of mission accomplished? Uh, another
1: big project we've partially done was our Troop Ships collection. This was a collection from the Robert McNabb collection, which consists of uh, books that were done on board the ships during World War One and World War Two, so it's quite a rare collection, and part of that is on scattered seeds as well. The, the World War One component, but uh, another component we're working on is, is the World War Two ones, and we'd we'd uh, like to get that that online as well
0: at some point. Well, and Scattered Seeds, uh, the website, very, very worth visiting, uh, telling all sorts of stories, uh, capturing photographs and, and other images and writing um, that will illuminate uh, our local history and, and and wider than that as well. Um, Julian Smith, want to thank you for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. Uh you. Yeah. Read rare books and special collections librarian at Dunedin Public Libraries just completed this uh, wonderful task of digitising the Reed Collection of medieval and Renaissance manuscripts. You can take a look yourself. Thanks so much for joining us, Julian.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Have a good day.
0: This podcast was
1: produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air.